what can I use to stop the, uh, oh, I don't know, this gun in my hand. I've run out of ideas. What? What's wrong? Hi, Castro. I'm questioning this whole thing. Is it worth it? Are you talking about fighting crime or this, uh, you know, the other thing? Yes, fighting crime. What other thing? It's all I have. I thought you were giving up on the show. No. The boys still follow me around to record my exploits. This is Bill Narrator Sr. Hey, you're Castro, right? The faithful Filipino valet of that crusading crime fighter, the Emerald Ash Borer? No, I'm Castro, the faithful Filipino valet of the crusading young newspaper publisher, Rit Breed. That other Castro is a jerk. Don't worry. Your secret identity isn't news to me. I'm the narrator. This is my son, Billy. Hiya, Castro. I don't want to sound critical meeting you for the first time, but you didn't announce the situation or the immediate setting at the start of this episode. Where are we? Oh, excuse me. Falk Ziljan, unending hero by virtue of the fact that he carries a gun, sits on a shady bench in Gristle Park. It's almost one o'clock. Not a single gunshot all morning. No suspicious individuals lurking in the pedestrian tunnel under Verf Street. No words on the street about crimes in progress or recently completed. What I meant is I've run out of ideas for finding criminals. They've all gone into hiding. I think you've just cleared the town of all criminals. I'm good, but I'm not that good. There must be more of them. This is Parabellum City we're talking about. People come here from all over the world to put on a mask and shoot bad people. Or good people. Maybe you have too much competition. Too many crime fighters. Everybody wants to be a good guy with a gun. The only lead I've gotten lately was some new information about the murderalizer. There you go. You're not licked yet. That's the lethal vigilante who wears a full black bodysuit with a skull and crossbones on the front? No, that's the Black Terror. Oh, yeah. The murderalizer just has a skull on his costume. No crossbones. No, that's the publisher. Murderalizer has a bloody dagger symbol on his chest. Right, right. I remember him. So why don't you bring him in? I heard his origin story. Supposedly his daughter came down with polio and had to be put in an iron lung. He had a hefty insurance policy, but they refused to pay for it. Turns out all the people he's been killing are health insurance executives. Oh. So no leads on anyone doing bad things? No. I still think we've cleared the streets of bad guys. The only places left are up or down. What do you mean? I mean they realize the surface world is too dangerous, so they've moved underground. Or they've taken to the sky. But we've always dealt with underworld figures. Not underworld, I mean literally underground. Places deeper than the boiler room in the basement of an abandoned grade school. I don't want to fight the chuds or choofs or whatever they call themselves this week. Underground cannibals. Then you could catch criminals who spend their time in the sky. Guys with magic or jetpacks or airships. Let Ace Drummond take care of them. You know a guy with a Zeppelin though, don't you? I'm not hitching a ride with Captain Debo either. I don't know what I'm going to do. I try to avoid killing or hurting people if I can. You do? Yes. But I gotta tell you, it's been two months since I've been in a firefight. Feels like I'm not doing my job. This must be what it feels like when you have a vitamin deficiency. Falk, you're forgetting a wide pool of candidates still available to investigate. Not all bad guys turn out to be that bad, and some of the good guys turn out to be no good at all. True. Well, there you go. Forget about the obvious bad guys for a while. Spend some time investigating good guys. You're bound to find a few that should be stopped. That's a good idea. But there's so many of them. Where would I start? 
some of these guys are less interested in fighting crime and more interested in making a name for themselves. There's one that started showing up in the Daily Sentinel a few weeks ago. Manjack. He's testing out different personas. First he was a pirate yelling things like, I'll scuttle every manjack of ya. Then later he trimmed his Van Dyke down to a goatee and became a beatnik. His dumb new catchphrase is, The smoke drifts lazy-like from my cigarette to the ceiling. Watch it roll, man. Jack. I've heard of him. You can tell from his smirk he's talking about jazz cigarettes. What's a beatnik, anyway? I'm not sure. He's supposed to be from the future, or, or he has visions of the future. That's where the term comes from. I assume beatniks are some kind of violent Russians. There is one guy I've been suspicious about. He was a down-on-his-luck middleweight boxer, and then he inherited a hundred thousand smackers from a great-uncle he didn't know he had. He's living the good life now, but he can't escape from his days in the ring. Calls himself Paluka Caviar. And he fights crime? I don't know. But I could look into whether the great-uncle died of natural causes or if there were signs of foul play. How about that conspiracy theorist who follows you around? The Cherry Pachyderm? He's harmless. I heard he convinced five people to follow him into the sewers to find a passage into the hollow earth. Only three came back. The others probably joined the underground fungus fellers and voluntarily stayed down there. We can't protect every citizen from their own bad choices. Plus, Cherry doesn't have a gun, so it wouldn't be any fun. Okay, who else is there? You've voiced your concerns in the past about the Destroyer. Maybe you could find some reason to bring him to justice. The Destroyer from the comics or from the books? I was thinking of the one from the dime novels. I haven't been able to figure out if they're different people or if there's one destroyer who changes his costume and his venue every few years. What kind of good guy takes a name like the Destroyer? I don't know. We'd have to ask the Black Terror. Wait, I know who you should go after. There's a new guy who calls himself Hat on a Hat. I'm sorry. The only Hatton I know is Rondo Hatton. No, not Hatton. I said Hat on a Hat. All he does is scold people for their redundant fashion choices. Then he explains it with the analogy of wearing one hat on top of another hat. I might have met that guy. What's his crime, though? He's just annoying. You know what? I just remembered a guy. This one's a sure thing. There's a guy who calls himself Barstool. He's a pretty decent crime fighter. Yeah, he's been in the papers. I read about how he brought down a whole crew of wise guys from the Green Street crime family. What makes you think he's gone bad? Well, they don't put everything in the paper. Based on his name, I thought he was a barroom brawler. But when this guy captures villains, he holds them in his own personal dungeon somewhere for a week or two. How can I say this? He puts a kind of chastity belt on them. Oh, boy. He locks it on. Before he does that, he uses a cork, which is held in place by the chastity belt. His captives are unable to rid themselves of solid... Uh, you see what I'm saying? Are you serious? When he uses the words bar and stool, he does not mean a backless chair at a tavern. He means barring their stool. Why would someone do that? Why hasn't anyone stopped them? He leaves them tied up at the precinct house after a week or two. The cops love it. Another crime fighter doing their jobs for him. Anyway, you could go after him. Why haven't you and the Emerald Ashborer captured him? I'm not getting anywhere near that guy. I'll tell Wordsmith and the Informatron about it. Maybe they can spread the word on the street and some other crime fighter will be willing to get their hands dirty, so to speak. It's a pity there's no straightforward corrupt good guys for you to fight. Oh, I hate finding out when good guys have gone bad. That old slogan, the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. I used to believe that, except it takes time to puzzle out who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. If an undetermined guy with a gun can draw faster than you can identify his goodness level, you'll be in a pool of blood wondering how that slogan failed you. I never thought of it that way. 
This is hopeless. It might be weeks or months before I find somebody worth shooting. Say, Bill, we need more time to think about this. Could you... Oh, sure. We'll return with Act 2 after this message. Addison is on the air. Do you love old-time radio? Yes! You know absolutely nothing about old-time radio. Also yes. Then Madison on the Air is for you. Follow Madison, a modern-day makeup influencer, as she zapped back into the golden age of radio. Every episode is standalone with a wide variety of genres to choose from, like detective noir. You put the dick in private dick. Superheroes. So I am in the body of the green hornet. Westerns. Saloon fight. Now this is a western. Sci-fi. Dude, the Martian's got a freaking heat ray. Plus classic characters. Toto. Oh, I gotta get that dog into an obedience class. Really digging Dracula's OG goth style. <gasps> what if I killed freaking Sherlock Holmes? And many more. Actual old-time radio scripts adapted. It's like if the MST3K riff tracks guys were in the movies they riff. Start at the beginning or jump around to any title that grabs you. New episodes premiere the first of every month. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. And now back to Out of Ideas, episode 82 of This Gun in My Hand. Castro, I feel like a farmer in a drought. What can I do to make it rain? What was that? I think that was a 38. And that was a 45. Sounds like it's coming from the other side of Verf Street. Let's go. What's going on here? I recognize some of them. Those people taking cover behind the mailbox are members of a self-appointed militia group. They call themselves the Perimeter Tactical Crew. Or you can call us the PT Crew, sir. And I recognize the G.I. Jake team across the street from them. Those must be members of the third series of characters, a strike group known as Full Metal Overcoat. That guy's codename is Sad Sack. And there's Snowball, Joker, Cowboy, Gomer Pyle, Gunny, Yanker, Whitman, Stud, Ponderosa, Toxic Masquerader, Superior Firepower. The guy with his shirt off is called Plays Volleyball Better Than You. All right, all right, I get the picture. They call that one Spaghetti. Because he has Italian heritage or because he's so skinny? Because they were throwing every name they could think of at the wall to see if it sticks. I've heard enough. Mr. Ziljan, don't shoot at us. We're the good guys. Ignore those mealy mouth pretenders. We're the good guys. I'm not killing any of you good guys. I'm shooting the guns out of your hands. I feel bad for them. Oh, they're a bunch of crybabies. Those bullets didn't even break the skin. Not these clowns. I feel bad for the people who advertised their radio show with us. They didn't know what they were getting into. I'm sure they're fine. Madison has seen a thing or two. I need to get back to the Emerald Ashwarer's gallery and polish the Sapphire Studebaker. Catch you next time. Oops, you missed one. Ow! Tell Ash I said hi. Yeah, sure. See ya. Out of Ideas, episode 82 of This Gun in My Hand, was given up by Rob Northrup. This episode and all others are available on YouTube with automatically generated closed captions of dialogue. Visit thisgunninmyhand.blogspot.com for credits, show notes, information on how to subscribe, and to buy my books, such as Little Heist in the Big Woods and other revisionist atrocities. What's left when you run out of ideas? This Gun in My Hand. This Gun in My Hand.